this is corny, but I'm going to continue. <laughs> Hi! Like, how do you start a podcast for real? Like, I, I've been trying to figure this out, which is kind of going to go into my topic today, but I've really been trying to figure out how do you start the podcast off? Do you say, what's up? Like, I done said, what's up, what's up, what's up? You get what I'm saying? It's kind of like predictable. Um, I've already did the or hey y'all you get what I'm saying like I I want it to be naturally you know organic I want it to flow from me and I want it to be real and I want it to be genuine and I want it to be anywho before we get into today's topic or today's episode I need for y'all to follow the Throne Talk Society pages that is T-H-R-O-N-E-T-A-L-K-S-O-C-I-E-T-Y so what is the Throne Talk Society or <laughs> what is the Throne Talk Podcast, Mykia? What is it about? So basically, um, I present a topic to you each episode and I give you my queenly perspective on it. And then I give you a pageant example because I am now 28 going on 29 and I started competing in pageants uh, when I was like 18 and I just concluded that part of my life in 2022, March of 2022. And so that's been majority of my 20s right there in an industry. Um, And you know, they say we learn the most during our 20s. And that's where I was at. I was chasing a dream trying to be Miss South Carolina. So um, yeah, I'll give you my queenly perspective, um, a little pageant example, whatever on how to navigate things in life, because life is hard, child. Life be lifing. Okay. But with that being said, speaking of pageantry you all know if you don't know I am a pageant coach and I have an announcement to make on May 6th 2023 I will be hosting my first pageant workshop give it up everybody Yes, yes, yes. I am so excited. Please excuse the train in the background. This is so ghetto, but you know what? I'm going to still keep pushing. Um, So on May 6, 2023, I will be hosting my first pageant workshop um, in Florence. And this is for any young lady. uh, Must be, she must be at least 13 years of age. Any young lady, woman, older woman who is interested in really competing because they have a plethora of pageants that you could compete in um, for married women, um, elder or older women. Uh, you know, if you are genuinely interested, I feel like this is the workshop for you. The type of workshop this is, is an inside out workshop, meaning we deal with the queen from the inside out. We're going to get to all the good stuff, you know, the the fancy posing and you know, the styling, makeup, hair, and all those things. But I really, really want to make sure that the girls who come through um, me or who work with me, I want to make sure that they are mentally, emotionally, um, and spiritually ready to hit that stage. So go ahead and tell a friend to tell a friend because it's lit. Me and my friends, I got I got some friends coming with me to help you all out, and I'm going to be running my mouth, of course, and we got some surprises and all those things for you, so please come out. Um, Yeah, so, all right, let's talk about the last two topics of this year. So, we started the year off with purposeful choosing. That was the episode for January, right? And we talked about how you could determine that you are choosing purposefully, And you could do that by trying to, you know, trying to determine, like, is this from you, God? Because if if it's from you, then I'm good to go. Um, Asking yourself, is this helpful or is this 
harmful to others? And lastly, asking yourself, is this building my character? And if you have a check mark for all three, then you're good to go. The episode after that, the episode for or the topic for February was distracting options. Woo! That episode there, uh, it did something for me. And just basically talking about how you feel you have the options, but you really don't. Or, you know, the options that you do have, they are good opportunities Um, But it may not be your opportunity to get you where you need to go. Therefore, if it's not getting you where you need to go, it's it's a distracting distracting option. So y'all can go listen to those two episodes because, um, and I think it'll be good for y'all to listen to those two because this episode today is called Finding Your Rhythm. My, my, my. My Lord. Finding Your Rhythm. So here's the thing. Ultimately, we all want to dance because dancing is fun. Dancing, it brings joy. It brings this level of freedom. But everyone doesn't want to dance or can dance to the same rhythm. What are you talking about, my kid? I'm talking about finding out who you are, finding out your consistency, what you consist of, And how you can present yourself to life or dance in life or do things in life. How you show up in life. What is your song? Your originality. What makes you, you? This is what we are talking about, talking about today. Finding your rhythm. So, of course, like I said in the beginning, I got to give y'all a pageant example. So, going into the world of pageantry, it was a culture shock because... A predominantly white organization, duh. Um, not only that, a girl coming from the hood, you know what I'm saying? It was just different for me. And I knew I was talented. I knew I was smart. I knew I was a people person. I knew I can uh, could serve. Um, I love serving people and helping people. Um, I knew I could do all the things. I knew I was all the things to be Miss South Carolina. But like I said, going into that world, it shocked me. And I didn't know exactly where I belonged when I first got there. So much so that I I had anxiety attacks and panic attacks. You could listen to previous episodes where I just, or the very first episode actually called Facing Rejection and just trying to figure out why am I here? And sometimes we get intimidated by things because it's like, I just don't belong here, period, because I can't find where I fit in. I can't find my space. I can't find the beat I'm supposed to dance to. This all feels off to me. This is their rhythm. Am I supposed to be dancing to their rhythm now or to to their beat? And that's what, that's what it was like for me. Um, even last night when I was um, looking for... I, I was composing a beat last night and, and we had, and I, I had this idea in mind or I had this feel of where, of where this beat was going to, uh, in the direction it was going in. And I was looking through the catalog of drums and, you know, different beats and patterns and stuff like that. And it just wasn't, it wasn't giving me what I needed. It wasn't giving me what I wanted. It wasn't giving me what I envisioned in my head. And so very similar to me, like I said, going into the pageant world, and it's just like, man, I have to find it, though. So I'm a very persistent individual. (laughs) 
I'm going to get it eventually. And I don't care what it takes, but I'm going to get it. Don't tell me I can't get something. Don't tell me I can't do something because eventually I will do it. it e even if it means taking the long way around, I'm going the long way around. But just know you're going to see me at the end of the finish line, okay? And um, so that's what ended up happening. I, that first year, you know, I kind of put myself out there and everybody was kind of almost like, wait a minute, this girl is bringing in, <laughs> this is not the music we're playing. Why is she like bringing in like, bringing in like her own type of music and acting as if we don't already have a thing going on here? But I just knew that hey my mu my music belong <laughs> my music belongs here too if that makes sense and that first year I won like a non finalist talent or no I didn't not that year what happened was I went on stage barefoot with like this sundress on and I sung summertime the Fantasia Barino rendition <laughs> from like American Idol. And everybody was just looking like, what is wrong with this girl? But at the same time, they were so intrigued because I was bold enough to do it. And it's like, she can sing, you know, she she got something um, and she's very bold, but why is she that bold? And it was good that I, I kind of didn't know what to do because I just did what I thought was best. <laughs> and that's what I presented. And so eventually certain people saw something and, you, you know, like they wanted to work with me and all this other stuff. That following year, I went on to win non-finalist talent. I, I, I caught the drift. I caught the wave, which was you have to be sparkly or you have to look very pageantry when you perform your talent on stage. So I had like this evening gown on and like these sparkly earrings and I stood flat footed on the stage and I sung I Am Changing by Jennifer Hudson from Dreamgirls. And that's when I won non-finalist talent. Um, and then even in that, just trying to find my rhythm with not just talent, with interview and trying to figure out like, what do y'all like in here? Because I know when girls typically come into these interviews, they tell y'all what y'all want to hear, but I, I know who I am as a person. I'm just naturally a straight shooter. I don't like hurting people's feelings per se, but uh, my delivery <laughs> my delivery is going to be well thought out, but it's going to be straight truth. And I'm going to try to present it in a way where you can digest it. And so that's how I presented myself in the, in the inter interview room and Plenty of judges who had judged me had told me, like, we just love how authentic you are, how real you are. And I'm just like, really? And, you know, at 18, 19 years old, you really don't know the things that, that you do so well yet. I mean, you might, but you don't know the significance of it. And so I didn't, but they kept telling me that. So I'm just like, okay, just keep talking, I guess. <laughs> and that's what I did. And, you know, previous years, even after that, they were just like, oh, we love you and interview and all the things. And I knew I was shaking the table, but I knew that if I didn't shake the table, then people wouldn't really try to see themselves or find themselves. So it's very important for you to find your rhythm so you can help other people find theirs. Uh, the poem by Marianne Williamson, which is one of my favorite poems that says, uh, and as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. 
sometimes people just need an example. Sometimes people just need someone to say uh, or somebody to go out and be bold and do it so they could see that, hey, I could do that too. There's been plenty of people who have done that for me where I thought, oh, this is the only way to go about things, especially me as an artist, as a music artist. And we're going to go ahead and get into that. Like me as a music artist has been so challenging because I just didn't know my own voice. I know I just told you that I won talent and all this other stuff like that, but in the pageant world, but far as me as an artist, I just, I just thought I had to be perfect, if that makes sense. And I just thought my voice couldn't grow. But then, you know, um, seeing how Beyonce's voice has grown made me realize like, oh shoot, I could grow too. Like hearing Beyonce back in like the early 2000s, late 90s versus now, it's just like, oh my God, she really did the work to grow, which let me know like, Makia, you could do the work and you can grow. And then as I could continue to do the work, um, I found the rhythm with my own voice, meaning I, I, I learned my texture, I learned my tone, I learned uh, my cadences uh, that I say all the time. Does that make sense? Even with me, when it comes to me doing the pageant coaching now, and I'm just like, oh my God, how how do I go about this? And I'm less intimidated now by by the beginning phases of it because I've been through enough of situations where I had to uh, insert myself or where I just simply had to learn this is like this is not for you to be intimidated by this is for you to establish who you are you are at the foundations of what you are building so I'm, I'm less intimidated when it comes to the pageant coaching thing but I'm still very much trying to find my rhythm I'm still trying to figure out how do I want to I know what I want to help the girls with but how do I present it how do I package it you know I've seen pageant coaches do it a certain way and you don't have to do it you know how other people do it of course we're all going to be doing the same thing there's a million singers out here there's a million girls out here competing in pageants there's a million pageant coaches you get what I'm saying but how are you going to do it how are you going to dance to it what is your rhythm um even when it comes to personal training and me having my fitness business that now that was very challenging because I had just came out of pageantry um, it was established in 2020. I, yeah, it was a, the fitness business was established in 2020. And I was just so focused on trying to find a, trying to find a blueprint on how to do things. And somebody gave me this prophetic word. She was like, God told me to tell you, like, stop looking for the blueprint. He's creating a blueprint within you. And that was so intimidating because it's like I always had a reference point to some extent. And I, I, I've never been the reference point, <laughs> you know. Um, and it was just basically her saying that God is doing a new thing. But not only just a new thing, but God was showing me me. Showing me how he made, made me. How I view the world and how I present creativity or how I express the things, you know, as I see it. And so I couldn't understand that for the life of me. And then it finally came to me as I stayed in it. Because let's be honest, sometimes you have to just stay in it, feel it, feel all the weird, weird uh, things about it, feel, uh, feel all the bad things about it. 
feel all the awkward things about it, the painful things about it for you to understand, oh, okay, this is who I am. This is more like me. I know I mentioned Beyonce earlier, but let's talk about her sister Solange, which I admire so much because you have B, of course. Everybody knows B. But for Solange to reinvent herself the way that she did is mind-blowing to me. I've never seen anything like it. I, I'm, I love them equally. Like, I love Solange just as much as I love B. It is so crazy to me because you are the sister of, of Beyonce and she had a music career going on and, you know, I was lis listening to her music. But when she took whatever time she took and then came back out and gave a seat at the table, oh baby. And then the simplicity in how she approached things. So as you know, Beyonce is very like a full out performer. You know, she's, you know, she's, she's going to give you everything and she's going to hit every movement with everything she has in her. And we love that. We love the high energy performances, all of that. But that Solange baby is simplicity. It's, she's well, just, she presents it in a way where it's just like, I have nothing to prove. This is who I am. And we love that. Like, we love that. When she, Like I said, when she came out with Seat at the Table or Don't Touch My Hair or Cranes in the Sky, it was like, oh my God, wait a minute. What is this? It's different, but what is this? And even her doing, you know, like the... um the the choreography far as like the simplicity uh the simplicity in her choreography oh my god so poetic so beautiful and so there there you have it two girls who come from the same household but totally different very talented very very much in their own lane they have two two different rhythms but i love both of the rhythms does that make sense i love both of them because of who they are and how, and they are just being who they are. And that's what we have to remember. If we don't take the time, which is something that, that I was going to mention earlier, but if we don't take the time to sit in the silence to figure it out, the, the bad moments, the painful moments, the awkward moments, like I said before, but to really sit in the silence and to get to know what is this is I know a lot of people don't do this, but this is obviously something that naturally flows for me. This is naturally something that I gravitate to. How can I cultivate this? And not getting uh, get into other environments where I admire their rhythms without denying my own, without ignoring my own. It's just like, my rhythm is good too. This is what I dance to. It's all about us loving each other for who we are, not what we want other people to be. You know, it's not about that. That's control, right? But going back to me being a personal trainer, like I said, it was so hard for me trying to be a business owner after I had competed in pageants, you know, for so long. It's just like, what? What is this? I got to start over and do some, start over and do something new again because I very much thought I was going to win Miss South Carolina, go to Miss America. Somebody's going to see me do my talent and just be like, oh my God, I want, <laughs> I want her on my record label. That was just how the plan went in my head. Okay. 
Um, but that's not how, that's not how it went. God was very much trying to show me, uh, baby girl, you're a business owner as well. And so after that, you know, I established the Ghostess Movement. Please go follow Ghostess Movement on all uh, social medias, please. And yeah, if you got any questions, you know, hit me up. Anyway, so being a personal trainer, I have been trained by someone, Corey Wilson and and, and uh, Dylan. I have been trained by him for all those years. I, I didn't know how to do it on my own. <laughs> And so like uh, me trying to lead other people in fitness, but it was during the pandemic when it was established and people were very much worried about the fact that uh, the gyms were closed and they're just like, how am I going to lose weight or how am I going to stay in shape? And so I'm just like, oh yeah, you can do blah, 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 you know? And that's how it was established. And I did it, not really thinking about it. And then it just happened. (laughs) It just happened and I just started doing it. And in the midst of me doing it, I very much had moments where I doubted myself. Where I was just like, what in the hell am I doing? (laughs) You know, it's like, oh my God, am I supposed to be doing this? You know? And I, as I continued, I just realized like, you're, you, Makia, you're focused on, how everybody else is doing stuff and you're not really thinking about how you're supposed to do it. I know my fitness business is very different from a lot of other ones. Now the the basics are the same. You know, the information that we present is the same, but how I present it is very much my rhythm and how I view life and how I, I how I feel that health and fitness should be um handled or how it should be approached. And I'm just getting to the point where I'm where I'm at peace with that, where I'm okay with that. Because in the midst of all that, when you put yourself out there and people aren't, you you know, you don't go viral or you don't get as much uh, reaction to it as you thought, then it, it becomes intimidating. It's like, dang, am I doing the wrong thing? But it's like, you can't go by that. You cannot go by people's reaction um, and determine based off of their reaction if you are great or not, if you are in purpose or not, if God really told you to do this or not. You could very much have zero likes, zero shares, zero comments, and still very much be in purpose. It's your rhythm. It's about you finding your rhythm and sticking to it. This is how you dance. And as you continue to be in that thing, as you continue to flow and move how you want to flow and move or how God has called you to flow and move, then you'll gravitate towards the people who flow and move like you or appreciate how you flow and move. It's not about other people. It's not about how they think. It's not about what they believe you should do. It's about you. It's about your rhythm, your song, and how you present yourself to the world. So yeah, like I said, pageant coaching, training, um, you know, finding my rhythm far as, well, since we're talking about training, but even me losing weight as a young woman in the pageant industry, I, I thought my body had to look a certain way. And I didn't realize that my body has a rhythm. <laughs> my body has a way of going about things. And I, I'm learning that now as a personal trainer, if y'all looking for a personal trainer, hit me up. Um, but as a personal trainer, I'm realizing that my clients bodies are different they respond to uh the program 
differently, different paces, different times, different ways, the way their uh, their bodies respond to uh, food. It's all different. You get what I'm saying? And we have to be very careful about limiting limiting people and putting them inside of a box based upon how we feel like life should be lived or how they should live their lives. We have to stop. We're not God. You know what I'm saying? We Matter of fact, we need to stop putting God in the box. And so friendships, relationships, we have to even try not to control people in that way. Like, I know with me, that's something I had to be delivered from. I've, I've recently been delivered from. Um, I, ha- I have a rhythm <laughs> and I have a perspective on how I feel like life should be viewed. But my girls, like my friends, my guy friends, all of us, you know, we are very much on different paths. And sometimes it's scary when you are, when you just have like this tunnel vision of how you think life's supposed to go. And then they go the opposite direction. Like we all know when our friends are making bad decisions, right? So I'm not talking about that. You know, we can hold them accountable, let them know like, hey, I don't think this is the best decision, but I'm talking about more so of how they get there or how they get to their moment of, okay, this is this is my dance. This is my song. We have to be very patient. That's what love is about. Go ahead and get it out your mind that love is about this romantic stuff because it's not. It's not. It's about sticking with somebody through the thick and the thin and that's what I've learned about my friends um you know they're living their lives and it comes down to all of us respecting each other's decisions about how they feel that life should be lived and we're getting older we're all approaching 30 or I have a lot of friends already in their 30s or late 30s and it's just a mad like love has now come down to respect more than anything else So like I said, the solution to all of this of finding your rhythm is sometimes you just have to sit in the silence to figure out what it is. Sometimes you have to go through painful moments to realize this is not what I like. Sometimes you have to figure out like experience is not always the best teacher because I'm the one who learns off of observations. Okay, but for those who do need to experience or will experience or, you know, make a mistake or or, like you got to make the mistakes. Make the mistakes and and then don't ignore the fact that this is a mistake and this is not the beat to my music. <laughs> this is not the beat to my song. This is not the beat to my life. Um, let me not ignore that. Um, so you have to sit in silence and, and determine after you have had these experiences, you have to determine, um, yeah, this is not what I'm going for. Sometimes it's not about... Sometimes life is not about um, just finding the solution right away, more so than it's about the process of elimination. The process of elimination probably comes way before you find out what you really, really want. And I've been the type of person who just felt like, I need the solution now, when really it's just been about the process of elimination, a process of elimination, realizing bit by bit, piece by piece, day by day, what doesn't work. And as I get rid of these things, because I don't ignore it, because you could very much know what you need to eliminate and still very much operate in it. And that's doing yourself a disjustice. But that's me, you know, saying, hey, this doesn't work for me, letting it fall off of me and getting closer and closer to my song. 
Okay. So yeah, that was good. I was feeling this episode. I was feeling it. You know, I was in it. I really, really like it. Uh, like what I just talked about. Um, yeah, that was a whole moment. But if you are feeling it or just let me know your, your thoughts on this, um, episode and you could do that by, um, going on the Throne Talk Society pages on Facebook, Instagram. Ooh, I'm kind of shook it, but <laughs> this was a good episode, but yes, you could go on Facebook or Instagram and comment on the post, uh, and let us know what you thought about this episode. Also too, don't forget about the GTA pageant workshop, the Glory Throne Academy pageant workshop, uh, May 6, 2023, Florence, South Carolina. Please save the date. Tickets will go on sale. Hold on, y'all. Let me not lie to y'all because I don't want to lie to y'all. But tickets go on sale if I'm not mistaken. Let me get my phone. 25th, on March 25th, tickets will go on sale. Um, so please stay tuned. And if you know someone who is interested, a young lady who is interested, then please let them know also to want to talk about the Community Excellence Gala, Scholarship Gala um, that will be happening in Dillon, South Carolina. So if you are in the PD area um, and you, you know, if you're just all about community and if you're all about um, scholarship, giving back to the kids and all this other stuff, that will be on June 3rd, 2023 at Dillon, uh, the Dillon Wellness Center, Dillon, South Carolina, 29536, Saturday, June 3rd, 2023. Doors will open at officially at 6.30. So tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, if you're in this area, you could gladly reach out to me and um, get a ticket from me. Yeah. So... Those are all the things. That's all the announcements that I have. Follow the pages. Make sure you tell somebody about the GTA Pageant Workshop and the Community Excellence Scholarship Gala. And thank y'all for listening. This was wonderful. This was beautiful. And um, I love y'all. I'll talk to you on episode 14.